0: The DadCast, episode 42. May the 4S be with you. This week's show is brought to you in part by Byte Buyers and Split Reason. Visit us at 2fatdads.com forward slash dadcast for more info. Nearly live from the Wendy House studios of Valois Bay, it's the 2 Fat Dads DadCast. I'm François Fortin. Joining me in the studios is Mr. Eric Schultz. How are you, Eric? He's
1: muted his mic already. Well done. (laughs) There we go. I'm back. I found the new button. <laughs> also it would be so much simpler if you let me press the red button on my microphone.
0: Yeah, do that and everyone will hear what's going to happen. It's going to go thump and then thump again. So we're going to have to rely on you being quick on the on the mouse trigger. Also in the studio is Mr. Stephen Magoo. Hello, everyone. How are you? I'm pretty excited tonight. Mm-hmm. It
2: was pretty emotional there. It was pretty
0: emotional. <laughs> I'm I'm I am revving to get this. We've got an amazing guest on the show tonight, uh, all the way uh, from his brand new uh, luxury luxurious pad in. Uh, and I can't think of a, of a of any neighborhood in Memphis. so I'm just gonna say Memphis, <laughs> Mr. Stephen Hackett. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? I'm good. I've been following your tweets this summer. You're a new homeowner. How does that feel?
3: Um, backbreaking. <laughs> So far, but no, it feels good. (laughs) Was the house in in good shape when you bought it? Uh, It was. I mean, we moved into an older neighborhood, and it had been empty for several years, so nothing major. But you know, a lot of little things add up.
1: Was there a sign above the entrance that said Graceland? (laughs)
3: Um, No, I work for a church. There's not that much money in ministry to buy something that luxurious. So,
0: I've, 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 yeah, no, it's good. I've never been, but I hear it, it's it's quite expansive. It's quite big.
3: Um, I've never been either. So. Wow, really? Yeah, I know. Born and raised here, and I've, I've never been. It's funny because,
0: you know, I, I with Montreal, I, I saw all the tacky uh, tourist traps – uh, the day I met my wife, because <laughs> she's from, she's not from the, from from Canada. So the minute I met her, she's like, "Oh, I want to go here." And I'm like, "Oh, it's funny. I've never been there either." So it's it's quite funny that you say that. I guess it's we always take the stuff from home for granted. I guess Steve, no,
2: yeah, totally. I mean, I went golfing once, and the guys we were golfing with, they said, "Oh, we're from you know somewhere in the states." And you know where should we go? And I turned to my buddy, and like we were like. What do we were I don't. I don't know. We were like totally <laughs> clueless as to. Finally, it trickling in after two, three minutes, and you would think it would be on the tip of your tongue to say, "Oh, do this, then do this, and do that." Right? Yeah, I think you take it for granted when you live there. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, anyway, so it's uh, we're, we're glad you got a house. It's awesome. You're you're like you're you're officially a fat dad now. Uh, I don't know if you're fat yet, but you've got you know kids, the house, everything. You got all the same problems <laughs> we have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what and 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 if you get a chance to fill the holes that you make right now, do it because there are two holes in my daughter's bedroom that I put in I would say four years ago, and I promised myself I'd do it once I finished painting and I just painted over them, and I never actually uh fix those little holes, so I need to get rid of those soon, so do it now while didn't, you have the chance.
1: did didn't we review this the how to fix those the last time we were over there
0: yeah, yeah, and you know what? That's all that we did.
1: <laughs> in in defense of the holes, though, beers.
2: go on, go in, on. In defense Steve. of the holes, they're perfectly square, though. They're not like these jaggedy, random holes. They're fairly squarish. Uh, so they, 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 they may be speed holes or whatnot. We can, uh, you, can you can sell that. Oh, right? I can make sell, it them look like, like that. It's intentional.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I might just frame them and turn them into these little, these uh, <laughs> little cubby boxes to put small ornaments into. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're tiny shadow boxes
0: <laughs> so anyways good luck good luck with the house it's uh it's a lot of fun uh and and uh and if you can do it when there's no one in there it's even better
3: yeah no for sure you know right right now there's a big hole in the bathroom and there's hardwood missing in every room and i mean it's it's uh, it's like a war zone but uh it's coming together cool Cool.
0: So let, let's get on with the show. We've got this new format this year. We're trying to contain it within three hours. And <laughs> so I, I think pretty much uh, three out of four of us uh, in the last little while went out and got a new phone. Um, I, You got a new Verizon phone just this year. You haven't moved on to the 4S yet, have you,
3: Steve? Uh, I have not. I'm not eligible for update or for upgrade for some time. And you didn't so. try to say, oh, here, wifey, have my phone. <laughs> I'll buy a new uh, one. <laughs> It was like 600 bucks. That's that was a oh, hard pill to swallow. So. Okay.
0: Steven, you uh, Mr. Ha- uh to have so much We do this all the time. We have way too many Stephs, Steves and Stevens all on the show, but Magoo, as, as you'll be known for the rest of the evening, you you went out and you got a phone the first day. I actually joined the um
2: the re- the reservation um uh system to to get it and you know, they basically would call when it w- would arrive at the store. And uh, being the way I am, it went from eighteen hundred to twelve hundred to nine hundred, and I'm like, "Why don't I just go get one downstairs?" So I walked downstairs. There were six people in line. I picked one up, and then canceled my reservation because I didn't want to be stuck with two phones. But uh, yeah, it uh, was—I was on day zero
0: it's funny cuz um there were there were a lot of attention around the apple stores in the last couple of weeks and and, and for obvious reasons uh but the the lineups in the other stores it seems to have they better control over inventory and over um getting getting the the devices out cuz i actually uh i kind of cheated I called a contact, and I said, uh, I'd really like to get an iPhone for myself and my wife. We we both have uh, 3GSs. We've both been out of our contracts now. My wife's been out of a contract for two years. so She's been eligible upgrade for two years. We got her an iPhone 3GS, um, a full price at one point. Not full price, but, you know, with, out of a contract. And I was given mine from work last time. So we had these devices, and we really wanted to upgrade. And we said, do we, do we sign a new three-year contract with our current provider? Or do we jump ship and go somewhere else? So I called up a contact of mine and said, uh, "What are the chances of me getting a, a, a new phone on my current contract?" And he says, "No way. You have to resign your contract, which would mean you know losing all your benefits and all that." So I kind of called up another friend of mine and I said, "If I come over to uh, to your green company, your green and purple company, will you?" Uh, well, you give me a deal, and I walked away with uh, two iPhones, and uh, and I think I'm happier for it. So, so we both have four Ss. Steve
1: has a 4S. S. But are are you on are you on a contract?
0: I'm on a three year contract, uh, heavily subsidized, oh. and the dealer I went with. Uh,
1: the dealer, I love that term.
0: The dealer, and it really was like we went through. I spoke to the telco directly, and then we went through a dealer to do the actual phone purchase. And he uh, was so happy to have our business that um, he threw in a few extra little things for us, like we got a free case, and you know, here, you know, he made he made it right for us. So we we did the deed. But I I feel like I've, I've, you know, now I can't touch another phone for another five years because it's going to cost me a lot of money. Now is that late night action in uh, in Memphis, Stephen?
3: yeah our, our apartment's on a big main street, so uh, it'll be much quieter after we move
0: so is, are you're moving to the burbs or are you still staying in town because I think you are, I read somewhere you like to be in town
3: yeah we're we're actually moving uh we'll stay in the city okay. um, uh just kind of in a an area that was built for the baby boomers you know okay. and uh it's a little bit older part of town, but still very central so cool that's good
2: good you so can see. still jump on your bike and go where you want to go.
3: Exactly. How how and, far are you uh, going to be
0: from the green line? Uh,
3: oh, further than I am now. Now I'm like two miles from it. I think I'll be about maybe four and a half or five from it. But, uh, you know, there's no excitement in cycling unless there's a chance you get hit by a car. So <laughs> why not?
0: So that's actually quite funny. Uh, <laughs> I actually started and cycling. And car, car doesn't always win. No. Right? Well, yeah, no, well, I don't know. Mm. I I I I took the wuss way out. I I cycled to work. It's twenty five kilometers. So I guess that's what sixteen miles, eighteen miles. Um, I started doing that a little bit this fall, and but it's all down the canal and the waterfront, and I I hit traffic for about uh, the last f- kilometer, but it just happens to be a hill climb. So, <laughs> but that's it. But it is. I, I I I I poop myself every time I try to go down Peel. So. It's not. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not a fun road. Okay, so let's get back to the. Um, sorry, I don't. I'm, I'm doing it myself. I'm, I'm diverging. Let's get back to the iPhone uh, 4S. Uh, you obviously know a lot about it, Stephen. So um, it's. It is a huge speed bump. I find from a, a 3GS user. Um, I found that the 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 speed bump from the 3GS on the iOS 5 to to the iPhone 4S was insane. Like the responsiveness is just crazy. It is. Uh, it is. It is fast, and I've touched a lot of other devices this summer, like Androids and uh, and, and even the new BlackBerry OS sevens and all that. And this iPhone just still takes the it takes the cake. It's really unbelievable.
2: Magoo? Yeah, I think the first place I noticed the speed difference was just when it paints the uh, message center, like it just snaps down as opposed to the sort of you know chugging down the the length of the screen on our, on the three GS. Yeah um and now it's definitely snappy I even found you know especially as the os has got a little more advanced on the 3gs the even the page like landscape to portrait was actually getting slow i found myself actually shaking my phone a little bit to try to you know snap it into into flipping around so i'm I'm not seeing any of this yet let's see how it bloats up over over the three-year contract
0: so, um, and, and Stephen, when you went to your uh, to your Verizon four, did you did did you notice that that huge speed bump from the from the three GS to that, or or from any other device you had beforehand?
3: I mean, it's a little hard to say. I did not go from a three GS straight to a four. I hored around with uh, a Palm Pre Plus, and then a Motorola Droid, That's and then true. a Motorola Razor. So it's it's kind of hard for me to say you know what that speed increase was like. Um, you know, I will say coming from WebOS and Android, uh, coming back to the iPhone. Um, it's always remarkable just how great the app selection is on iOS. Um, I got a, a guy who works for me. His 4S came in today to the office, and um, he was on a, a, an Android phone. And I sent him some screenshots of my phone, kind of showing what apps I used and, you know, what I liked and what I didn't. And he was like, you know, I've had a smartphone for over a year, but it it now feels like for the first time I have a smartphone that's actually useful. You know, as he was paging through all these apps that he could buy or or download for free. And um, I I mean, from what I've seen, I mean, even with very little rejiggering, apps are you know, launch faster, do their stuff faster on the new processor. I think it's all good news.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely have the same feeling. And so I, I had an, I, you know, I had the the iPad, the first generation iPad, and I went. So that was a huge speed increase, anyways, as well. But I'm, I'm now even noticing the difference, the huge difference in speed, in speed between even the the 4s and. And like the the old uh, the older iPad, um, the the new iPad is just it's just it smokes. It's it's um, absolutely unbelievable, and it it really does a it does a good job. But I mean, like I, I'm I'm really impressed. And going back to the app selection, when I was uh, <laughs> when I was setting up uh, setting up this version of the iPhone, I, I'm starting going through all my apps, and I'm like 130 something apps, and I'm going, which ones do I actually want to keep? And I did a big purge. I'm down to uh, three screens. I still have about way too many folders so i've got like uh that's one two three four five another five i got about still ten folders um which i probably should get rid of a few of them uh but i keep finding new stuff and i keep wanting oh well, i'll just have that just in case i need it sort of thing um but and also i was super impressed at how easy it was to restore the the iphone from the 3gs to the 4 via the iCloud. Um, I've I read a few places that people didn't have such a great experience. I find it spectacular. It, it really was uh, really cool. Um, Magoo, did you have any experience with that? Um, I I didn't
2: actually restore my phone. I, I started using it right away at the office. So, <laughs> I, 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 so I slowly started adding stuff, but then I realized um, uh, in in doing so, I was my. my my contacts had du- duplications in them for some reason, and I, I use Gmail uh, to, to house everything. And there's a couple that, for some reason, they keep just sort of duping out on me. So I said, well, you know what? I'll just sync it now with Gmail, and it pulled everything in, and everything came in as single uh, contacts. So that was fine. The only really thing I ended up doing was you know, re-adding all the uh, applications once I plugged into iTunes, and it just meant taking nine pages of apps and crushing it into two pages. So that was basically all the work I had to do. The rest came in sort of on its own anyways via iTunes, uh, but without doing a restore. Um, so it was painless. Um, the only thing that I find odd is with iCloud, some reason my wife's contact uh, invitations come in and – You can't accept them anymore, and oddly enough, if I hit the ICS, she gets an invitation from me for her own meeting back. So that's weird. It's a a bit quirky, but that's the only thing I've noticed in this whole iOS 5, iPhone 4S kind of new world with iCloud. But other than that, uh, painless.
0: So it's kind of funny because I I use um, I mean I use way too many email accounts on my device. So I have the, the iCloud account, I have the Exchange accounts, I have uh, Gmail set up as Exchange accounts. Um, I have seen some duplication, but it's because I screwed something up when I transferred my iCloud. But there's a pretty cool feature in Google that lets you trim them out, and there's a good feature in Contact Book that address book that also lets you trim them out. So that was well. It's
2: funny. The only place they're duplicated is on my phone. They're ah. not duplicated on the Mac, and they're not duplicated in Gmail. It's the phone that somehow has duplication. And if, if I erase one of them, it disappears in both places. I wish so we knew you could
0: sort that out for us.
2: I, I, <laughs> I think he has wall um, holes to fill and stuff, and bigger fish to fry.
0: <laughs> Are you finding any issues with iCloud, is what I'm basically asking.
3: The IMAP mail seems to be up and down. But other than that, it was a real smooth transition for me from mobile me to iCloud. Okay. Um, you know, the first day was a little rocky, but since then it seems to be going real well. But I think, unfortunately, I may be in the minority a little bit from, from you know, st- stories you hear, but you you always only hear the bad things. You know, like if it's working great, no one writes on their blog about that. So...
0: And that, that is actually quite true. But um, did did you find that when you go to the iCloud account and there's a little archive button, uh, you're like, oh, cool! I can I can archive my iCloud stuff, which is great. And do you kind of wish that there was there for the Gmail stuff as well, considering they're pretty much the ones who invented the archive button? <laughs> or am I the only one who's seen that?
3: I think Gmail will archive in iOS five. What through the archive button? So maybe I
0: I got to reset up uh, my account as 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 Gmail and not as Exchange.
3: I think yeah, I think that's okay. the the difference. But I, I really don't use Gmail as, uh, hardly for anything anymore. So,
0: okay. No, I still it's always been my go to account. Uh, the iCloud just was never published that well. So, uh, the Gmail account is the one that pretty much everyone knows. So I've I've, I've always stuck with that one, and it also works at work so oh, very well. So there's never any issue with getting access to Google, which is nice. Yeah, I
2: actually uh, set up my my mail with Google on, uh, on the phone using Gmail. Okay, and then I noticed one of the options wasn't there. I don't know if it was contacts or calendar, but one of those two was missing. Okay, uh, so that I erased it and added it ex- Exchange, and then that other option appeared. Yeah, and the way I used my phone, I needed that one. So offhand, I can't remember which of the two it was, but one of them wasn't there, and I okay. want to say calendar. Okay. Yeah, I think it was the calendar. So I, I had to sort of go around that. So I don't know if there was uh if it was a glitch or if it was just you know, I didn't do
3: it
0: right. Steven, mm-hmm. you were gonna say something.
3: Well yeah, I was gonna say it's actually uh contacts doesn't come over if you set up as a Gmail account. It sets up IMAP and CalDAF for you automatically. Um but okay. on I was five contacts have to be, you know, a separate route for Gmail. Okay, right. interesting. I, I didn't believe. know that. So that that was it, yeah. Okay.
0: So the other one uh, I wanted to kind of a point I wanted to kind of touch on is the the new antenna slash metal casing around the phone, uh, which is quite funny. Um, so I got uh, an uh, the iPhone, and I also was able was nice you know to to receive a a, a case for it, except that the dealer uh, appeared to give me an iPhone 4 case, not a 4S case, and the. Um, uh, rocker switch for the, the quiet the quiet mode is actually a little bit uh, lower, and the buttons are also a little bit lower than they used to be. And uh, so it means that the, the, some of the cases that have a snug fit around the device don't quite work the way they used to, um, which is kind of funny. I think, Steve, you noticed that as well with your Brent Haven, didn't you?
2: Yeah, the um, I ordered the uh, Armour case. So it's a basically it's a two piece metal case. So you you put on you put it down. You pop the phone in, and then you sort of hinge the top of the case, and it sort of clamshells down, and you put a couple of screws in. But when you 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 you, you sit it in for the first time, you notice that the the all the buttons seem to be, about, you know a couple of millimeters off from where the holes align. Um, but once you put the little button extenders in uh, in the case, they, they have about 80 or 90% – at least 90% coverage. So the, the functionality of the case isn't impacted. But if you want to look at it from an engineering point of view, it's not superbly lined up. So it kind of looks wrong, but it works perfectly. At least mine does.
0: So – and I believe this is the same – sort of antenna design that they used for the Verizon 4. Is that am I wrong in thinking that uh Stephen?
3: No, no that's correct. Um the 4S has the uh the shifted buttons just like the CDMA f- uh 4 had. Okay. And the reason is is because it's got that fourth antenna break right above the buttons. Yeah. Um so really the only way to tell a 4S apart from a 4 is the 4S has the four notches and the SIM card Slot, you know, where the fours okay. either have one or the other, and, and information like that impresses my wife. <laughs> <a bit.
0: laughs> and and it's funny because I, with my three GS, uh, I which I have in my hands right now, it's still in pretty good shape. the 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 front uh, the front screen isn't too bad. The 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 back of it is a little bit. Um, there is a couple two little straight marks, one across the apple and one across where it says 16 gig of the iPhone. I always had it in my pocket with the 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 glass facing towards my leg. So uh, if I bumped it into like a table or or or, or anything else because I'm so tall, uh, you know, some kid's head or something, I wouldn't be. I I my my lens my my glass would actually pretty much be be. Uh, Protected. I found that when I got the 4s, suddenly, <laughs> hey, look, there's two gorgeous pieces of glass on this thing, and I, I kind of like worried me. I'd know I had no idea how to put it into the into my pocket. So that's why I kind of like I'm kind of like sticking to this case for now. I'm not a huge fan of cases to begin with but uh, I think I'm going because first of all you can't put them in a dock properly if you have a case which kind of sucks um, and you, you have to use the, the charging cable so when I get back to my, my desk the first thing I usually do is take, take the phone out of my pocket slap it in the dock and I know I'm going to get about like 20-30 minutes of charge before I have to get up again um, I, I find I can't do that I'm fiddling with wires a lot and my desk doesn't look as tight as it used to and it's, it's, it's affecting the OCD in me a little bit so, I don't know if anybody else has ever had that problem. <laughs> but it's, it's the case, it has been been a new thing for me to get used to.
3: Yeah. I mean, I carry my four of oh, those motorcycles going by. That
0: sounds um, like a Harley. I carry
3: my four. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm an old biker. <laughs> I carry. I have to get. Up to get. <laughs> I carry my four naked and I still do it with the screen in because the back glass is a lot cheaper to replace than if you break the front glass. But how,
0: how do you so tell, I figure, how do you tell which is the front, and which is the back as you're sliding it in? Uh,
3: if it's in your, if the, say i put mine, uh, screen towards my leg uh, with the bottom of the phone facing up. And so in that configuration, the buttons, I guess, are towards the inside of my leg, like. To, to the left, and you can kind of feel where the home button is.
0: Okay, it's subtle, guess, but yeah. it
3: feels wrong if it's any other way.
0: I also find it slippery when it's out of its case. Like it's very slick, you know.
3: Hmm. I don't it know. Really is. I, no- I,
2: I I was just gonna say I found it too small.
0: Like
3: when
2: I was holding it in my yeah, hands, you, I felt I had
0: to. You pretty much had like a like a, a juice pack on the old one. That was that your case was so well,
2: big. I- <laughs> I <laughs> had an in case had an in slider case. And yeah, it, it did make it feel uh you know, a bit bigger. But You're kidding your phone looked like a Attack. It was it was monstrous. <laughs> but <laughs> I even put one of those fake antennas on it, you know, make it look a little retro. <laughs> no, but I I went I went for almost a week just with the phone naked, you know, and I found it was too too small and it's a little too beveled and the edges I didn't find it was actually, I felt I had to focus on holding it, you know, as opposed to just using it. So when I got this case, and it's, it's you know, the, it only adds a uh, couple of millimeters in thickness on either side, and, but it adds a little bit of, um, if, you, if you lay it flat, the only thing making contact with the table is the case on either side. And I find that extra couple of millimeters on either side really lets it sit in your hand properly and, and you feel it right. So I prefer it, uh, but I don't find that it's that much bigger in my pocket. And because it's metal, it slides in and out without wanting to take the inside of my pocket out as I'm pulling the phone out. Ah. So yeah, I, okay. kinda, I would think it would have more of a tendency to fall if the 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 liner of the pocket were to come out with the phone and somehow – you know, grab it or something. This way I find it slides in and out
0: easily. You know, you know, it's it's insane that, that so much thought goes into how we handle our phones. Well, it's, <laughs> it really it's is. Something, it's we, something really I never used we really are, to do are massive geeks. You know this, eh? <laughs> Before
2: that, it used to be a <laughs> BlackBerry sounds- holster. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, and it that? was never in the pocket yeah. or yeah. the case or anything. It was just a little BlackBerry holster and that was it.
3: It just sounds like Stephen's... Uh Jeans are maybe too tight. <laughs> you know what? Well, skinny
0: jeans are coming back now. I I can't fit in a pair yeah, for you the tie life Mr. of me. Skinny pants. I can't I can't I can't fit in any of them <laughs> for the life of me. But uh, anyways, no, it 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 just makes me laugh. Uh, we 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 put so much effort into into how we hold the phone, how we put it into our pocket, and I'm I'm quite funny. It's even when I'm using the when I'm using the MacBook Pro, I'm very careful about uh, how I I place my wrists on on the uh, I guess on, on the aluminum uh, surface, um, I always take off my watch so it doesn't scratch it because I'm really finicky about, you know, like making sure my MacBook stays nice and clean and neat. And I, I, I've, I've realized I'm, I'm starting to become a little bit obsessive with my with my, my technology a little bit. <laughs> not that yeah, I take it.
2: my watch off too. Um, I have a stainless steel wrist uh, wristband, yeah. but it's not to protect the Mac. It's just I, the noise drives me nuts. I, I probably imagine it would scratch it over time, but just the noise it bugs me, you yeah. know. And I, yeah. so, I think I do it, but for a different reason.
0: When I when I spent when I spent a lot more time coding as as a web developer, I I I couldn't use any. Uh, it would hit the desk and it would make a noise and it would, would bug me as well. But in this case, it's mostly the 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 metal on metal grind, which I'm like, ooh, that's not good for anything. It's not good for my watch. It's not good for the. Thing. And it's the same thing. When I put the the iPhone without a case onto a table, and there's like a small piece of dust or dirt on there, and I can hear it kind of like grind against the glass, I get really like like panicky. <laughs> is, that, is that is 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 there a problem with me, Doctor?
1: <laughs> yes, there is.
0: Eric, are you still awake? By the way,
1: are we wait for him to unmute the button. Yep, still here, just okay. listening to these. Fascinating iPhone stories <laughs> and your neuros your your neurotic behaviors.
0: My neurosis? Yes, it's pretty bad. Well, I'm, I'm, if you
2: sold
1: I'm that writing a book. years
0: earlier uh, Yeah, do you still have you know. okay, so so this this is the this is something we didn't talk about it in the last show. But over the summer, Eric won uh is an the Android uh it was is a Sony the, Xperia, uh, right? Sony
1: Xperia Arc.
0: Which yes. is like a, a fantastic like the screen on that thing is is hallucinating.
1: It's very nice. But yes, it's with it's another network. It's with another it's, network. It's with another yes. It's locked to another network.
0: So, so you can't take your SIM card out and put
1: it into that because Sony doesn't allow you to root that phone. Well, they they will let you root it. Sony is actually very generous. Right up until the point, like I mean, Sony's even been working with the CyanogenMod people. Okay. And and taking like bug uh, bug uh, reports from them and sending in fixes and stuff. But when it comes to um, unlocking the phone, what Sony does is they create a password. They don't generate one based on the uh, the serial number of the phone. They don't use any other technique that's easy to to circumvent. They create a password for each individual phone. So it's, now, there's probably some 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 system doing it. It's probably not some guy thinking them up. Okay. But if you don't have that password. You can't figure it out. It's a database, and if you don't have access to the database, there's no way to figure it out. So,
0: so you've been stuck with your your phone from carrier B, and you haven't been able to get your phone from carrier R to work on on all summer. And it must you you did you try eBaying the phone or anything or doing anything? I mean, it's useless to I've, you, right? I've
1: started I've started putting it up on eBay, but eBay wants me. To list it as an um, what they call a catalog item, okay. so using a standard definition. All right, and the standard definition for this phone says unlocked.
0: So what about which, what about
1: uh, KGG? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't gone that route yet. I might. I, I really thought what? eBay would be the easiest thing. I bet if, if you
0: just give it to Stephen Hackett and he'll say he'll go on his 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 uh, Twitter account and he'll say I have an Android Xperia barely used, whatever. Within about three seconds, some guy's going to pick it up because I've never met anybody right. who's able to get rid of stuff so quickly as Mister Hackett.
3: <laughs> Am I, I, I know, wrong? I, I kind of, I don't know. I've kind of upset the Android fanboys a little bit recently, so it may not go well. Where? where how did you upset? <laughs> what did you do? I, I wrote this thing. Shoot. Months well, a couple weeks ago about how to write a Android phone review. Oh, and, <laughs> yeah, I um, saw
0: that. That was good.
3: <laughs> and I got a bunch of emails. People being upset.
0: You see, we, we we this summer we haven't been too kind to the BlackBerry or the Playbook, Uh and oh, no. and funny enough, no one's really come back and told us that we're idiots or anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's pretty
3: cool (laughs) backing up for a second uh since it's a sony device and they have those passwords in a database it'll probably get hacked some point anyways you know so just just yeah so there's two issues
1: yeah well one is it's a promo phone so it came from sony but no one at sony maintains the database they hand it over to the carrier but the phone didn't Mm. come from the carrier so the password was never entered into a database. What he really needs um, is is one of his good friends
0: with a Rogers card to slap it in uh, into the into the device, use it for a bit, find a way
1: of rooting it, and then give it back to him. But everybody would much much rather see Eric suffer.
0: <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I took uh,
1: <laughs> I have a I have a Rogers SIM right because yeah, I used to be with. Them. But it's inactive. It doesn't matter. I stuck it in. Okay, the phone shows up on the network. I oh, called. It, it did show and, up on the network. Pardon? It did yeah. show up
0: on the network. Okay, okay.
1: And what did they and, say? And, uh, um, well, you, you've got a, you call whatever their customer service number, and uh, you tell them that you're traveling to Europe, so you want to be able to put in SIMs from another country, so you need to unlock your phone. Okay. Right. At which point
0: they ask you what and, your Rogers account number is, right? Yeah. And then which what you say? I don't
1: have one. Um, you no, know, I was able to set it up. Like I was able to, to use my SIM to create a prepaid account. Okay. They didn't seem to have a problem with that. They oh, just so you wanted cre- me to you actually
0: it. were able to create a prepaid account.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay. And they, but they wanted me to put 50 bucks in there before they'd even <laughs> transfer me to the unlocking department. So he gets this $600 phone for free. All right,
0: and and he could then do whatever he wants with it afterwards. He, he, if you he put fifty bucks on it, he could use fifty bucks with a calling on it, and it would still be his. And yet, this is still an issue for a free six hundred dollars phone. Uh, well, what am I going to do?
1: What am I, I going to do? <laughs> do with a phone on Rogers Network? What you mean? Like you handle that's that not one? Where my... uh, Jeff, uh... Yep. <laughs> that's not where my phone number is. No, but you could call forward your phone to your Rogers phone if you wanted to for X amount of time. That would work. Yeah, for X amount of time. And then what am I going to do? Sell it. Sell it? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's just... That's what
2: we're But that's what I, I look at out. eBay. To, to, to pull out of this because it's starting to hurt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at selling my phone on eBay, and I haven't sold something on eBay in a little while. But, like, they... You know they had the whole oh it's an iPhone oh it's a 3GS it's a 32 gig it's you know and they you sort of build it up and it builds up the sna- standard definition or catalog entry and then it says oh and let's look at the pricing info they want like ten percent of the final sale price like I remember uh, it used to be a, a fixed fee or like very small percentage but nine nine percent is what they're they're looking for I thought that was a bit high so I I, I put it on Kijiji and I sold it in uh, three days.
1: Well, maybe I'll try uh, Kijiji or Craigslist or something then. All right, I, I, I just I couldn't get around the fact that it wanted me to list it as unlocked, which it's it's not. And I mean, at this point, I don't feel like screwing anyone else over, you know? Why,
0: if they have a Although. Rogers account, they have a Rogers account. Who cares?
1: Right? You just. Yeah, I, added,
0: <laughs> I actually
2: advertised mine as you know uh, on on Kijiji. I said iPhone 3GS in brackets Rogers. I got a phone call yeah, two days but, later. But, People are happy to pay money for, for an a phone, iPhone. Because even <laughs> if it's locked to their network, because they're not on contract with it.
1: That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I want to do. Say, so look, it's a Rogers Xperia Arc. But as soon as I say it's an Xperia Arc, eBay comes back and says, oh, we have a catalog. Well, forget for eBay. These. Use that one.
0: Forget
2: eBay. Let, let, me, let me just point something out. If eBay wants 9% of your $600 phone... And yeah. you don't want to do fifty dollars of pay as you go on your six hundred dollar phone. It's the same amount of money, <laughs> so yeah. you know you, you could go either way, right? So,
1: well, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't care. I mean, eBay will get their fee. I'm fine with that. So I just don't want the person coming back to me and saying like, "Hey, it's not unlocked."
0: This is this is the joy of telecoms in Canada, Stephen. This is uh is what we put up with on a daily basis. And then, and then when we actually try to use the internet, Rogers decides to rape us up the bum and and tell us that wow. we can't actually download anything.
3: So, uh, <laughs> we've got do the, not and and you
0: can't play
1: your online games either.
0: We have the worst uh, QoS throttling in the world. <laughs> There's just been a report was released last week. Rogers will, will just destroy you. Uh, allegedly. Uh <laughs> I'm still going to get a libel letter, aren't I, Steven?
2: <laughs> well, it depends if this ever airs or not, I suppose.
0: You suppose how quickly I get it out, right? They might have averted it. But it is Canada's reliable network, so we'll give them that. Um, what, what we can rely Even though it doesn't work on, in Lachine no. and <laughs> places like that. Okay. So, uh like we got we got a few minutes left in in the show. I I wanted to go on about uh geofencing with reminders. I think that they're really cool. Uh we might talk about it a little bit later. Uh but what I did want to go before we moved on uh, is talk about the the camera on on the iPhone 4S. It is an 8-megapixel camera with uh 2.4 uh an f an F2. f2.4 for the aperture and five pieces of glass in this like I don't know to one centimeter thick phone uh, the camera is fantastic I I was surprised I've been I, taking some shots the kids objects different things like that uh, it actually has a depth of field on it uh, it's, it's just it's unbelievable it really is a really really slick camera to the point where I'm, I'm just going to leave my little Samsung point and shoot at home from now on there is no need for me to carry any other any other camera that when I'm not using my DSLR because when I'm doing the heavy lifting I want my I want all my lenses and my and, and my, my, my heavy K200. So. I, I,
2: Steven, I, I skipped from the, the 3GS straight to the 4S. Does the 4 have a flash? Yes, it, it does. Okay. okay, Because that, that to me is like I had one on my BlackBerry, then the iPhone didn't have one. And I said, oh, that is useful every so often. And it was something I kind of didn't really miss tremendously. But every now and again, there was that one shot you couldn't take because it didn't have the flash. Or you had to so, send really, uh,
0: really still. <laughs> for like a minute yeah and it's surprising <laughs> we took some video with it we took some 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 pictures with it with a flash um it's it's just slick i i i'm i'm liking a lot uh it's i'm just surprised i'm just surprised at how much you know camera power they put into that and they got hdr in it now um sure i still take loads way too many crappy instagram pictures but um just generally when i'm not taking instagram pictures i'm taking pictures of something because I, I i left the slr at home it's 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 amazing it really is really cool
1: how how does it do the hdr like it, it takes it, five shots and no, so it, just puts some it fakes it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure i don't know if steven if you know yourself i mean you're big into photography as well i don't know if you play with the hdr at all but i think it just fakes it
3: um i know you only get one image out of it I don't know if it takes like two or three and then you just don't see those or uh, or what. Um, I know the four does HDR. And from what I've seen between my four and other people's four S's, four S does a lot better job at it. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think- ca- what you said about the point shoots, though, is is really interesting. Uh, I think that's a dead market. You know, Apple oh, right. is going to do to point shoots what they did to the little flip cameras, it's like, I already have this device in my pocket. It's great. Why would I go and buy a $250 point-and-shoot when I already have a phone that is just a good of job most of the time?
2: Well, I think it's already been a little while that Flickr, the most popular camera used on Flickr, is the iPhone. Yeah, well, the combined iPhones, I think. Right, but still, uh, you know, it's, the fact it's, it's more than the combined Nikon or combined Canon, right? So Exactly.
0: No, and it's and what's what's actually quite interesting about it is that the the video camera on it is is really good um as well so i mean it, it yeah it, it destroyed the flip I mean, I think the Nano destroyed the flip back in the day when the Nano was able to do video. Uh, but it is – it, yeah, it's good enough. And I have the 64 gig version because I had to keep up with Magoo, <laughs> and, Uh And so I ne- I'm never going to run out of space. I mean, I've, I've put as many pl- – I'm a playlist kind of guy. So I put playlists, smart playlists, and I rotate my music often and all that. Um, so I've put like playlists on there. I've put uh, – artists which i like right now on there as well i have put a couple of movies on there including an hd version of cars um you know and i'm i still got almost uh 30 gigs of space free i love it it's it's insane uh so you know taking a a 20 minute video i don't think is going to be an issue although i haven't tried it yet so maybe there's like a time factor you have to obey but it's pretty cool
3: and i should take
0: the next dad cast yeah, I'm. Videotape the next back I don't think people want to see me talking into a mic all night, but uh, <laughs> it'd be like too Can much you like the live stream from it. Well, I don't know. Actually, there is a UStream app. I probably could. I do have the UStream app on there. It's just that the the, the visual experience would be kind of boring. Uh, seeing me sitting in a shed talking into a mic would be kind of kind of kind of.
1: Well. Occasionally, you could bounce up and down on the ball.
0: Yeah, yeah. The ball is out of retirement. I'm back on the ball. I like it a lot. So you know. Um, actually, it's helped my back out today a lot as well. So that's another. How story. long can
2: the sensor go without it overheating? Though,
0: I don't know. I don't know. If, if we if we put it next to a jet engine, uh, you know, using propane fuel, it would probably stay cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's an episode of MythBusters. <laughs> I don't know I really want to revisit that. So uh, we'll put a link to the show notes of that. There was a, they found that it was the fastest way of cooling beer. Was to use a jet engine, and and they put all oh, the oh, it's not the, the you stack the beer around. No, well you stack the beer around the propane tank, and as you turn on the jet engine, the pressure drop in the tank is so great that it it actually uh, turns the 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 uh, the the propane tank into like a giant ice cube and super freezes your beer.
2: Oh, so that's <laughs> even better than the uh, bucket of ice water in the fridge and our, or so. salt water in the fridge. Apparently that's so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> minutes it takes, so it's, it's very quick, so. <laughs>
0: awesome all right so I I think I think we're about before we go into a rat hole and we we invade in one of uh, Stephen's other uh, podcasts we'll <laughs> we'll wrap it up <laughs> I, I really want to uh, I really want to catch up uh, again with you guys and and uh, and and talk about some more iPhone and, and other issues as well before that I'd like to thank our sponsors um, so this year we're very lucky to have two sponsors on board for the dadcast first of all we want to uh, thank uh, split reason uh, t-shirts these are some uh, some pretty cool t-shirts out in in Vancouver. Um, uh nice Canadian t-shirts, they're gamer t-shirts, they're tech t-shirts, they're really geeky, they're fun. There's a link to that on our website if you go to twofatdads.com forward slash split reason. You'll find more about that there and how to get to those t-shirts and you'll see some of our favorites as well. And we'd also like to thank our second sponsor, which is Bitebuyers.com. And our Bite Buyers are for Americans, you might know this like uh as a company uh, like Gazelle. So Bite Buyers is a Canadian company that rebuys your your gadgets and your electronic stuff. What they will do is they'll appraise it. They'll send you a shipping box. You put your goods in there. They send it back. They'll send you a code for how much it's worth. Uh, the, if, if they can't sell it, fix it up or whatever, they'll recycle it responsibly. They won't send it out to a foreign country. They're not going to dump it in the third world. They're actually going to look after it responsibly. So if you want to use Bite Buyers, uh, visit us at twofatdaz.com forward slash Bite Buyers. And you can find out more details on how to do that as well. We'd like to thank them for being on uh, part of the DadCast. And we also want to thank our amazing guest, Mr. Hackett. Thank you very much for being part of the show.
3: Oh, thanks for uh, letting me join you guys.
0: And I want to thank uh, Eric and and Steve. Sorry, Eric, if we we cut your Android time down to a few minutes, uh, we'll try to do better next show. You, IOS people. But but I have a feeling that next (laughs) time we'll be talking very seriously. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that's, that's... That was a crap joke. I apologize in advance. Thank you very much, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.